The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? All right. Some good news on the football front, and yet another heathen is gone from the Texans. Let's do this. It's a What Are the Odds Wednesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on, you magnificent mother bleepers. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybould, Lord Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, send a message, Voldemort will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is blitzed, at Degenerates975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. Same as the main number. You can also uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. So do things a little differently because it's a Wednesday. When you call, text, tweet, Twitch, uh, run naked through the studio with a question uh, tattooed on your chest, put odds on it. What are the odds that'll never happen? What are the odds that we're going to have a half show today? Yeah, if you want to get in... Do it fast because we're, only, we're not playing around today. Boys we're, and girls. we're we're actually blitzing every single play today because we're here until five thirty, and uh, then we'll have Aggie basketball for the last time this year. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think that well, last I saw, I think they were a pick'em. Ooh, yeah. Last I saw, it was plus one. Okay. That was a while ago. So right. I mean, this is Vanderbilt you probably saw Hoops. It more recent than I did. Now, Vandy Hoops does have Scott Pippen Jr. Who is a baller? Like he, he's he, very, very good. They well, have. He didn't, he didn't go to Central Arkansas. He, he did not. They uh, they don't have much of anything else. And I would give Aggie a a, a considerable edge in coaching. Oh yeah. Now Aggie, Jer- Aggie Jerry usually Stack- has an Jerry Stackhouse coach. probably a better dunker in his heyday than yeah. Buzz was, but. Uh, but yeah, can, I, can buzz buzz the, the, I don't know. Not now. I doubt. I, I, I highly doubt. Uh, but yeah, it, it's potentially the final Aggie game of the season. Well, let's hope not. I, I'd like for them to get another game. Well, I've, I've, I've got mixed emotions on it. Mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, for well, programming sake, I'd, I don't like it to be over, but uh, but that's it won't affect our show probably. So you know, right. I'm selfish. That's all I care yeah. about. Yeah. You have to care about everything. I just care about the Blitz. It'd be cool if A&M could play at 9 o'clock tomorrow, but no, it'd be like in the middle of the day. Mm. And it would cut into our show tomorrow. Oh, would it? Oh, yeah. Wow. In that case, go Commodores, D. <laughs> oh, geez. Let's go, Doors. So, uh, another Texan bites the dust. Uh, another guy who's the best in the best in the league at his position. <laughs> John Weeks has been whacked. Your long snapper. The greatest long snapper in the history of the NFL, according to some. Oh, my God. If you looked at Twitter today, it was like, how could they do this? I 11 years without a bad snap. It's a bleeping long snapper, guys. Come on. I mean, you've just got to, uh, you've got to start to prioritize what you need and what you don't need. And 
the Texans realized yesterday, well, we don't need a fullback anymore. No. That, that's unnecessary. Having a high-paid, albeit, it, listen, I, and when I say he's the best in the league, he's up there. He's he's very good. Yeah, all kidding but, aside. But, who, but at who, some who, point, it's like, you don't have... You don't have, you don't have a secondary. Why are you gonna worry about a long snapper? Exactly. But, and and the thing is, I've always said, and, and you know, I don't want to take money out of people's mouths or take jobs away. Long snapper is useless. You could train a backup tight end to do that. Why why they don't doesn't make any sense to me because you know that's that's where you could actually add a roster position that might help you. This but, is an unpopular opinion. Why doesn't the center do the long snapping? Eh, you know, wasn't that always He's the way it was? He's a professional ball snapper. And don't most of them do the shotgun now anyway? Now, yeah. I don't know that I want uh, your buddy Nick Martin doing the long snapping. Well, you don't have to worry about that. That's true. He's gonna. He's dead now. So, yeah. Um, but I guess he missed a prayer meeting. Is that what it was? <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and there is a rumor going around, and, and I'm going to report this. That there will not be tailgating this year at Texans games, but there will be a revival meeting, one hour Sunday revival meeting before the games, led by Jack Easterby. Okay. With prayer and one fish, two fish. Okay, I'm just joking. Everybody's panicking now. What? You can't say you're reporting and then give fake news. Well, everybody does it. Two fish, red fish, blue fish. Even Schefter does it now. Come on. I'm just trying to be Adam Schefter. (laughs) CNN does it all the time. AJ, you need to get used to this. Everybody who does reporting is fake news. Yeah, they're not going to do it. Well, I'm not saying they're not going to do one because it wouldn't shock me if if he said, hey, instead of tailgating, come on over to the Bud Plaza, which we're going to rename the Jesus Plaza, and I'm going to get everyone fired up for the game by talking about our Lord and Jesus, our our Savior and Christ. And I'm also going to do some jokes. That's funny right there. That's funny right there. That wouldn't shock that would shock me if they canceled tailgating. It would not shock me if they literally did a prayer before the Star Spangled Banner. Oh no, I every think, I think a whole revival, game. man, with the music. You know, no, get, it would not shock me if they get, bring in somebody, a different pastor from Houston, uh, from around the city every game to say a prayer before do, the Star Spangled really, Banner. Do you really think they're gonna let some other pastor have all the glory there? That's all that's well, all why about would they bring in a guest pastor. Yeah, that's all about Jack, man. He's gonna be out there. Shout out to the fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time we're going to hear from him. And apparently, you know, John Weeks either refused to take his prayer book when it was given to him, or maybe, you know, maybe he slept out of wedlock with someone. But that's the end of his 11-year Texans career. And no points for Nick Casario on cutting a long snapper. Let's just, uh, he's going to have to do better than that. And, and man, I'm, I'm, as each day goes by, I'm losing more and more faith that Nick Casario knows what the hell he's doing. I don't care about this. And, and the people who were, oh, my God, all the guy ever did was his job for 11 years. Y- yeah. You know who else did his job for 11 years? The equipment guy that got fired. I know. So. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, your uh, your head coach is going to have a media availability tomorrow to talk about, uh, I guess, draft stuff. How many times do you think people are going to ask him about Deshaun? I'm sure it won't come up, right? Nobody, nobody's really concerned about that. Somebody has to ask, right? Did you talk to him? And if so, did he tell you he wasn't going to play here? I can't talk about that. This is one of 32 jobs. Yeah. And it's football. And you know what's important about football? The football. And That's whoever true. has the football is going to be our quarterback. You know, I was talking to the guy that uh, 
the guy that does work on my motorcycle for me. And I I messed something up last night. Uh, not surprisingly. Trying after, to do it yourself? Discussion. Yeah, trying to do it ourselves. So I, I, I haven't taken it into him yet. I went and got some advice from him first. He, he He's also, like, he's like this big, uh, he's what a, what a guy who owns, like, a Harley shop should look like. He's got, like, a buzz cut and then a super long gray beard. He's a big, heavy set guy, and he wears uh, overalls. Um, but he also is like an usher at my church. So every time I see him, he wants to, you know, talk some sports and bikes. And uh, I, 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 we had more of a conversation today than we have in some time. And he was talking about his son is a, a head coach of an American football team in Europe. Huh. Did you know that still existed? Well, yeah, because remember, our brows went to Italy for a year and coached. Well, his son is the coach of the Warsaw Mets in Poland. And I was like, I, I said, I'll be honest. I didn't know that existed. So now I kind of want to go watch European football. Well, next segment, I want to talk about some football. Oh, I knew you would want to talk about that. I'm so ex- I'm actually very excited. <laughs> and you just can't hide it. No, I can't. I can't. I don't know about that shirt on you. What? I don't like that it's got like the, uh, it almost looks like you're wearing a basketball jersey over a t-shirt. No, it's just, it's just an old, old oiler shirt is what it is. I know, but why does it have that? I'll show it to the people on Twitch. Why does it have that overlap? The stripes? The stripes, like, aren't, why can't they just be part of the shirt and not like an extra fabric that overhangs? I don't know. I didn't make the shirt. I just bought the shirt. Did you know that it had that before you Not bought really. it? You bought it online, huh? Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't care. I like it. I'm, I'm representing the uh, the old school here because. Do you notice that, Aaron? Yeah it it looks like he's wearing a basketball jersey over a t shirt, right? Yeah, because it's got that gap between the, the like the stitching on the stripes and the rest of the t shirt. And let's face it, that's the most embarrassing thing. If if you play pickup basketball and you play in a jersey and you've got a t shirt under your jersey, don't do that, guys. I don't know why people do that. It's not a good look. Well. But if you wear it to a game, like as a spectator, which, yes, we've already talked about, that's not a good look anyways. Yeah, but I if think you, you do, yeah, you prob- that's when you need to have the shirt Yeah, you have a shirt underneath. Or even like a hoodie would be good. Because then the hoodie at least tells me you're not trying to look like a player. You know? But then you got to buy it extra big. I mean, that's how people wear jerseys anyway. This isn't a yeah, jersey. Jer- I know a jer- it's not it's a, a jersey. T-shirt. I know. It just looks like a jersey. Okay. Like, it looks like a basketball jersey. I, mean, I, I thought maybe it was the new Rockets gear. <laughs> no, no, no. Ain't no Rockets gear. But, um, no, nah, I, I just, I like the shirt. I, I'm going with some old school stuff. That's why I, I got the Expos hat, you know? Just, well, I'm, I'm, I'm representing things that are dead, much like the Texans. Instead of wearing Texans gear... Which I'm doing a closet purge this weekend, and I can pretty much assure you anything that's got Toro on it is gone. Okay. So, because I, I will no longer in any way represent the Easter Beast. So, I like the shirt. I don't really care if you like it or not. So, uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Uh, and before people ask, no hockey plays tonight. I had a couple that are close, but... Another nice one last night that uh, went over in the second period. That's always a good feeling. You don't have to sweat the third. That is always nice. Yeah. And after I got a nasty email from somebody telling me how wrong I was about that game, I'm just like, okay. 
I didn't I didn't respond until midway through the second period and all I sent was the score. <laughs> I can be kind of a dick that way. All right, let's take a quick break. Please don't go anywhere. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. All right, I got to tell you guys about Allstate. Allstate windows and siding. You want the best windows at the best rates. Allstate is the way to go. And I know from experience now, because I've got Allstate windows in my house, they came out, the consultation was quick and fast, and it took very little convincing for my wife to say, you know what, I want these windows in my house. And she got to basically customize how she wanted the windows to look. They They sent off our order. A couple weeks later, they were back to install. Installation was quick painless and they cleaned up you never would have known they were there if we didn't suddenly have these awesome beautiful windows and the best part is for me anyway the house is extremely energy efficient now saving up to 40 percent on our electric bills Uh, a lot of people were were worried about their electric bills during the the storm a couple weeks ago ours was the lowest one we've had all year so it ended up working out just great uh yeah 25 percent off all window packages right now 832-204-1936 or allstatesidingandwindows.com. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. And uh, I don't know how many people, I, well, I mean, there are a lot of Roughnecks fans around here. I mean, we had them on the station. People kind of got into them. Yeah. And you were a big Knicks fan. I was I was all about the five and zero rough Knicks. And it came out today that <clears throat> and of course they're out for this year. They're looking at coming back in twenty twenty two, but that the XFL and the CFL are talking about a partnership that would happen in twenty twenty two when the XFL comes back. And didn't mention the words merger, but it kind of—it's kind of the the hints that it's giving. It kind of makes a ton of sense though, because the the CFL took a horrible hit last year and needs any kind of new revenue it can get. Yeah, you know, the XFL partnering with an established league is a really good idea, especially with the kind of goofy rule changes they did. It fits in with the CFL, and yeah, if I could get a Roughnecks Riders game at TDECU, I'm all in for that, man. I mean that might it may be the long term only path to survivability for both these exactly these, uh, I, I, things. it makes it makes a ton of sense for both of so them. So if you want spring football, there's really not room for more than one thing. And that, and I know and, and this, Canada's had their own thing, and it's different. And and I get it. And the, and the XFL is different too. But just because you're different doesn't mean that you're going to see, succeed financially. No, and and the CFL's done just fine for longer years than the NFL has, but last year hit them really hard and, and they were trying to get money from the government to survive. That's how bad it was. But you know what? Cause they, all their money comes, you know, they don't have huge TV deals. All their money comes from attendance and things like right. that. That's why they're not completely, totally viable. Like if you don't have, if you, if you can't miss a season and not collapse, maybe you're not a, you know, a big boy sports organization. 
Well, I mean, you're, it's a totally different thing. I mean, they've been viable for over 100 years, so uh, they're going to be back. It's just a matter of in what shape, how much they have to cut salaries, things like that. But it getting into a U.S. TV market would be huge for them because they don't have a ton of TV dollars. It's all TSN in Canada, basically. Yeah. And then ESPN pays them a pittance for... I think the best thing games. is to just put it all together. Well, yeah, I mean, Make I think... one big league. I think it's a fantastic idea. I think it's uh, got the potential to be... Um, and you move, the thing is the Canadian league overlaps with the NFL a little bit. I think if they moved it back a month when they start. And so the overlap is pretty minimal at the end, which they ought to do anyway. Cause some of those games that they play in November where it's minus 30 and I mean, it's, it's brutal, but the, the, having the XFL and having an, an American division and a Canadian division, and I mean, I, I just think it makes a ton of sense, and that's a way for both leagues to really. What rules do they thrive. play by? Well, I, I mean, all that's to be determined. I mean, they just had the conversations today. I assume it's it's the CFL rules, which are, um, you know, you'd have to have a wide, you'd have to have wider fields, things like that. That's that's the the big issue. But I mean, I assume that's easy enough to convert. But uh, and I'm sure they'd take some of the XFL rules that were pretty cool. Uh, so that I mean, to me, that would be a fun summer league to have and i mean i i follow both of them anyway put them together it's even better plus i like to bet on them so uh i love the idea i think it's uh i think it's got a ton of potential and it helps everybody it helps if the cfl can get some tv dollars real tv dollars out of the u.s then that make that makes them more than viable and the xfl gets to latch on to a a league that's been established for a century. I think it's a, a win-win for everybody. So I, I hope that's how it plays out. And, yeah, somebody says bleep it, merge all three and introduce relegation. We're never getting relegation here because American sports reward failure. Yeah. That's that's why you get number one picks. And it, when you say merge all three, or, I mean, I mean, it means the NFL. But <laughs> no. basically you just relegate the worst NFL team to that league. Or, yeah, no. It'll never happen because um, – well, it just it doesn't make any sense here. It's it's just the way things have been established. You can't. Uh, I, I love the idea of relegation. I think it's it's something that that soccer does right. I wish the MLS did it. Uh, I I think I'd have more interest in in their league. The problem then becomes when like I I no, I I I, th- I do think the M- the MLS should do something like it. But in the NFL, let's say one year the the New York Football Giants are the worst team in the league. Now they their team gets dropped to this Canadian thing, right? And now the the Hamilton Tie Cats are in the NFL with a stadium that holds what forty thousand. I think they only, they have twenty five there. Yeah, yeah, that, that ain't gonna yeah. work. And and plus, like nobody would care if it were this year and it were Jacksonville, right? But, but had it been but, the Jets, then it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So no, it, it that's not something that could ever happen. I mean, I love the concept, but. You know, it's just not something that's that's gonna that's gonna work out. So, what are the odds the Astros follow the Rangers full stadium? Did you see that? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, uh, the, the they're gonna the be Rangers a full stadium for opening. But you got to have masks, right? I assume, but they're gonna have a full stadium for opening day and then space it out after that. I'm curious. I, I, I am curious if that's gonna happen. I, I don't know what the Astros are gonna plan on doing. Yeah, it, it's of course all the jokes were well, they'll already be social distance because the Rangers don't have that many fans, but. 
you know, that's that's Astros Twitter going after it. Somebody, somebody asked, I thought you had to be Canadian to play for the CFL. You have to have a certain amount of Canadian players. I'm guessing that rule would probably go by the wayside. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that would work. Maybe if you're on a Can- – I mean, it is pretty good for developing players up there that you have to have a ratio. Like, you can have import players, and most of them are import players. But I don't I remember the exact number, but you have to have a certain amount of Canadians on the field. And usually they're offensive linemen and defensive linemen because they just go get the fat guys. But – um, but that is that is something that would have to be addressed because I don't know how fair it is that you've got you know teams that have to have Canadians in one part of the league and teams that can hire can bring in whoever they want in the other half. How much would they kick and scream and bitch and moan if the NBA, NFL, MLB had that rule that they were xenophobic because there had to be so many Americans on every roster? Well, you couldn't really do that with baseball and basketball anymore. And you couldn't, but if they had, if say the NFL yeah, decided, you know just, what, we're going to put that rule in, yeah, how pissed off would the rest of the world it, be? It's, I, I get why they do it, because like, we're a country of 330 million people. We can, If our guys can't make it here, they can go play in Russia. Um, you know, they have 30 million people, and they're trying to build the sport. So, I mean, I think it's, it's – there are some things that I do feel are a little unfair, like the, the whole Canadian content laws, why, why I couldn't get a job up there. Because I'd have to sit out for a year and get Canadian citizenship before I could go on radio because a certain amount of radio content has to be Canadian. Now, that works out great because they develop a lot of bands, they develop a lot of actors and things like that. But if you want to go to that country and work, it's a pain in the ass. I don't like that. Hey, man, f*** that. I mean, I don't want to go there and work now anyway. They couldn't couldn't afford me. But... um, but yeah, so I, I mean, there, there's a lot of details that would have to be worked out. Like, do you use XFL rules when you play in XFL cities and CFL rules and CFL yeah, it's cities? Weird. It's going to be like American League and National League. It, it could be kind of fun, to it, though. I mean, uh, it really, and from a coaching perspective, boy, you'd have to work your ass off week to week. You guys have to know all the rules for, for yeah. both leagues. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm here but for it. But then that also becomes confusing for fans. It does. And, and that's what you don't want. And, and that's you what want, I, I mean, football, I mean, obviously football is an intricate game. And, you know, someone who's new to football, like if you're even watching the NFL, there's like, there's so many rules. And I, I get it. So unless you grew up on football, there are a lot of rules. But when we're talking about a game that's different than the NFL and different from college, the rule set is different. You want it to be as simple as possible. So average Joes will grab onto it. Well, and the the thing is that made the XFL kind of fun was because they did try different rules. They did push the envelope a little bit. And the CFL has been doing that for years. And I think, and you probably would have one set of rules, and I imagine you would go with what the CFL has because that's that's kind of fun and different. But some college guys that were really good college players here, they don't adjust to that. It, it, it is a lot different. And you don't think it'd be different with a wider field and receivers in motion and, and things like that, extra player on the field. It is. some, Especially quarterbacks. It seems like it would be very different. Uh, especially quarterbacks have problems adjusting to that. And it, it's – but I, I, I assume they would keep the you – know, the, the thing is, even if you keep Canadian teams having to have a certain amount of Canadian players, I mean, we're not, we're not talking about NFL-level players in the CFL, right? Um, I don't think it's going to be that big of a disadvantage. Because, I mean, let's face it, the XFL players, it was about the same level of play as the CFL for the most part. I mean, 
you had a few guys go to the NFL, but guess what? You have a few guys go to the NFL, or the CFL yeah. every year. So, including some Canadian players, and yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm just here for it. I hope it happens. I will be front row for the first Roughnecks Riders game. Not sure who I would represent there. It's gonna be a little tough. I mean, you'd have to represent your city. Mm, I don't know, man. I was, I was a Riders guy long Loser. before I was a net guy, uh, and. We can't get season tickets in Saskatchewan. You were a Texan long before you were a uh, a Canadian. Yeah, but I know I know where my my butter is breaded, as <laughs> as uh, one might say. But no, nah, because I was I was actually in this conversation today with a friend of mine. He's asking me, do I have more riders gear or roughnecks gear? So I, I actually went and counted everything up. I have more Maple Leafs gear than anything. That's you care far too much. The answer to that question, if you went and counted. Well, I counted because I was curious. But I have, uh, I, have, I would just say, I don't know. No, I have more riders' gear, and I have that's second. Roughnecks third. Texans were fourth. They're, they're about to be zero. Uh, then Astros. I don't think I have any rocket stuff. I have a Bills. Oh, I have two Bills hoodies that I got gifted. Now I, I have Golden Knight stuff. I have, I have more Golden Knight stuff than I do. Astro stuff, I think. Okay. No, I, that's close. That, that was like within one. I don't remember what the number was because by then I didn't care. So, all right. 713-780-ESPN is your number. Let's talk about new brakes. And everybody's talking about new brakes. Uh, somebody had them out to repair their mom's car and said they couldn't be nicer guys. Uh, super nice and quick. Uh, quick and very reasonable. Those are the kinds of things people send me uh, almost every day now about new brakes. And if you haven't had to use them yet and you need to, then you can be confident you're going to get great service from great people who are going to come to your home and take care of it there. Or if you need it done on one of your family members, they'll go to their home and get it done there. And or if you're at work, they'll come to your office. 24-month, 24,000-mile warranty, 20 to 50% more affordable than shops and dealers on average. And uh, if you just go to newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, you're going to get 10% off your service if you mention ESPN. They're going to reach out to learn more in a couple of minutes, get you scheduled, get you taken care of, and it is a surprise-free quote. What they tell you, you're not paying more than that. Newbreaks.com, N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com. Mention ESPN, 10% off your service. Newbreaks.com. SPN 97.5. All right, got to tell you guys about Carbach Brewing. You already know about it. Oh, Eric texted me today, and he'll be in tomorrow with my beer. Finally, it's ready to go. Um, he was telling me, "Hey, how do we want to? How do we want to uh, divvy this up? How many? Uh, how many cases do you want? How many kegs do we want?" And I told him, "You know what? Let's save some of that barrel age." For next time we do an event at Carbach, so the people, the blitzers, will be able to taste it. So that's what they're doing. But I'm also going to take some for me because I'm selfish and greedy. Um, but, guys, if you're into into beer, they've got tons uh, tons of varieties, something for everybody, really. Love Street, something light and refreshing. Car, uh, Carbach Crawford Bach is an, an everyday drinker. Hopadillo and a ton of other great IPAs. And now the new Ranch Water for those who aren't looking to drink beer. You've got the the seltzers as well in four different flavors. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see what the latest goings-on are. And when you're out and about, pick up some Carbock. 
Radio, Snoop Dogg and Guess who's back? This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy What Are the Odds Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, Fred. Technically, this would be just like if it were 6 o'clock now. We only have one hour left. One hour to go. Before Aggie basketball. So, something I wanted to get into a little bit today. A little, uh, we talked about the guys who were franchise tagged yesterday and the guys who weren't. And the Packers did not franchise Aaron Jones. They're okay. running back. Now, they don't want to pay him super running back money, but they want to bring him back. Apparently, he's been offered more than $9 million per year from the Packers, which... When you phrase it like that, means okay, less than ten. Okay, for a running back, that's a lot of money. Yeah, uh, I mean, now compared to the guys who, if you think you're a Zeke Elliott type guy, and what Zeke Elliott at like thirteen, I think Christian McCaffrey Uh, makes sixteen. McCaffrey makes sixteen, but he just redid his deal today to reduce his cap number by five million. That's generous of him. Uh, Well, I mean, he's still getting his money. It's just they're spreading it out differently. Uh, Elliot and Kamara make 15 a year. I I know David Johnson last year was, was way up there. He was over, he was over 12, I believe. No, David Johnson last year, I want to say was at 13. I think he was the fourth highest paid running back in the league last year. I don't think that was his actual cap hit here. Okay. I I think because part of that was signing bonus that was, uh, well, his, his annual salary like last year was the fourth highest in the league amongst running backs, which um, is insane. And, and because he's the fourth best running back in the league. Right. Uh, but Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara, 15 a year. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon, 12 to 13. But Joe Mixon doesn't deserve to be making 12 to 13. Uh, well, Zeke doesn't deserve to be making 15 right now. But the Packers thinking they can bring him back at around $9 million a year. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to pay him more than that. Like the Dolphins or somebody like that. I wouldn't. But. I mean, you just mentioned Joe Mixon. And Joe Mixon uh, was hurt a good chunk of last year. 2019 looked like, really, two years, 2018 and 19, looked like, wow, this guy's really got something. And I get you got to pay your guy when he's up. I, I think they overpaid him. But that seems to be kind of the cutoff from where. You're mentioning guys who I consider top-tier running backs. McCaffrey, Kamara, uh, Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. I guess Saquon Barkley's the one other guy, but although but I don't, still I guess he hasn't his contract. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't think that Aaron Jones belongs in that category, but he's probably near the top of that next heap. You know? Like, what's a... What's like Melvin Gordon making? Uh, you know, I, or, it doesn't I, you know? I didn't have him on here, but I know he signed. I, I want to say around eleven or twelve. Okay. Uh, now the problem is, like when Zeke Elliott signed his deal, you'd say, okay, that that that's a lot of money, but he's pretty damn good. You wouldn't say that right now. No. Now you're regretting it. And, and if McCaffrey doesn't come back a hundred percent, you're going to be regretting that deal. Although with the restructuring that that helps that. And I also want to say like you know how you always say well when when you're t- when it's your time, you, I mean you're going to get paid. And sometimes it is just timing. And in this case, I feel like the timing is bad for the player. The salary cap got cut by 16 million dollars today. Right. 
11 million dollar running backs that mm-hmm. for the next couple years until that readjusts I don't think you're going to see a lot of 11 million dollar running backs did you call him the player well I <laughs> I just mean for players in general for free agents right now okay Nick it's not like I mean any free agent it's a lot you were a lot better off being a free agent last year than you are this year well yeah and, and I think if you were a shrewd organization with some cap room this would be a great year to pick up a lot of really decent players on, at, at a discount because a lot of guys are getting cut that can still play in the league yep. at a high level. Uh, unfortunately, the the franchise here, which, you know what, from now on it's just the franchise. The, just call them the team. The team. Um, they don't know what the bleep they're doing, so they're not going to be able to take advantage of that. But it, it does give me hope for a team like the Jets if they do make the Deshaun Watson trade. There's a lot of guys you can go out and sign and help yeah. you get better, even if you give up all your draft picks, um, if they know what they're doing. Now, it's also the Jets, and yes, they've they've changed everything, but the Jets have changed things before and still been the Jets. Well, do you want to know a little something scary? The Patriots have the third highest cap space at $68 million yeah. for next year. Yeah, but you know what they don't have? That guy who really was good at finding cheap talent that could play that, what's his name? Nick. The Nick. <laughs> Uh, see, I wouldn't even call them the Houston football team because they're not a football team anymore. They're they're basically a, a joke. They're entertainment. They're the WWE of the NFL. I mean, there there's nothing about this this the franchise that <laughs> you look at and say, "Wow, you know what? That's something to get excited about." My favorite thing. Did, did you see the season ticket thing they sent out this week? No. Somebody tweeted it out side by side last or last year and this year when they, when they wanted you to renew your season tickets and one of them had like Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, JJ Watt, and then this year's just has a Texans logo. Well, there you go. <laughs> Which boy, that makes me want to go and buy. You yeah, know what? If, you've, you've sold me. If it just had the logo and like the little Jesus fish with it, then maybe I'd be interested. But. I'm I, I'm so out on this stupid team. It's hard to be in on them, certainly. Yeah, uh, I mean, and and it ha- it has nothing to do with them cutting a long snapper. Ooh, uh, it's just every day that goes by, I look at them and say, you know what? Why why the hell would anybody care about these guys? If you're gonna if you're gonna let this lunatic, this televangelist, run your franchise like he's the owner. Then why would that's what you get? Anybody you know what I'm saying? I mean, did you see uh, they released their list of assistant coaches? Uh, officially, no. Okay, let me. We know about some of Put them. Put me up to date on these things. Yeah, uh, Lovey Smith is associate head coach slash defensive coordinator. No problem with that hire. I'm okay with that. Okay. I've said that all along. Tim Kelly is your offensive coordinator. I don't know why that guy's still around. Because Deshaun wanted him around. Well, Deshaun's not going to be around. No. So, great. Now you're stuck with this clown. Uh, Frank Ross is your special teams coordinator. Uh, Sean Baker, assistant special teams. Danny Barrett is your running backs coach. He was on the staff last year. Were the running backs good last year? No. Okay, just check. They were not. Uh, who cares about tight ends? Uh, James Camp and the offensive line coach, I think, is an upgrade. I think they made a good move there. Uh, I like that hire. Uh, Pep Hamilton is your passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Don't mind that hire. Okay. Uh, most of these guys you wouldn't hear of the wide receiver and all that stuff. So 
the most interesting one to me on the list. Romeo Cornell will serve as senior advisor for football performance. Hmm. Which I don't necessarily know what that means. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I don't, I don't, it's not like Rome. Romeo's kind of like, you know, and I kind of have this. And it would, it would feel sad to fire him because he got you through last season when, I mean, that was just a job that nobody wanted to do. I, is that, is it almost like a, well, you did right by us. So <laughs> it, that's how it kind of feels. I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of feel like he's the old dog that you've had for like 13 years and he doesn't really do much anymore. He just kind of lies there and eats and poops and that's about it. And you don't want to put him down. Yeah. You just want the dog to hang around. You just want him to have to live out his, his last years as happy as possible, right? Yep. And since says offense got better under Kelly for it. No, it didn't. You know what it got better at? Having to throw the ball 30 times a game because they couldn't run the football. Yeah. Uh, so the numbers look better at the yeah. end of the day, but they, they, they didn't get better. It was the same offense, man. It really was. I mean, maybe they called plays differently. Maybe he did a little better job than a guy we all considered a poor offensive play caller. Be kind of hard not to be better. But, I mean, I, let, let, I'm not giving that guy credit for... He doesn't deserve credit. You know, because no matter how good you think the offense was, 4-12. and 12. I mean, and yes, the defense was awful, and that was the the biggest problem. But think about how many games they they lost where the offense didn't come through when it needed to. And some of that's most of that's on the players, but some of that's on the play calling. Some of that's on the design of the offense. And you know, yes, numbers wise, they were better. Do I think they'd be good enough if they had that offense and a top sixteen defense? They're still probably looking at six wins. But if they had a top ten defense that would be good enough to me. Anything you kept that reeks of Bill O'Brien is a mistake. That's all. Don't disagree with that. All right. I got to tell you guys about Texas star grill shop. That's right, baby. Uh, You want the best in grilling. There's only one place to go. Texas star grill shop has you covered and they've got all the best grills, all the best prices. How about that? And if you want to do an outdoor kitchen, they've got you covered there too, but they've got Traeger. They've got, uh, Saber, they've got Kamado Joe, they've got the, they've got them all. Uh, the Pits and Spits is what I ended up going with, and they've got four locations, and they're going to walk you through it. They're going to help you find the best grill for you. Figure out what fits your needs and put you in the right grill. It's like put you in the right grill, like it's a car. But I mean, they're gonna they're gonna fit it to you, and uh, they've got all the rubs, all the spices. They even sell fantastic meat. Uh, at at wholesale prices to their customers, and they'll give you a beer while you shop. Who doesn't want to do that? Check them out online, TexasStarGrillShop.com, or go visit one of those four locations today. That's TexasStarGrillShop.com. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back. 
on the Blitz. 713-780, ESPN is your number. Somebody says, old guy on the payroll still not doing much. Yeah, you know, I think he, he feels like an Easterby guy, though. So why not pay Romeo? Um, and, I, I mean, I will say the, the, the Texans' offense looked better when Kelly was calling plays and it did O'Brien, but it still wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, because they certainly never did figure out how to run the football. And, you know, their, their passing offense was fine. But even with that, you know, they weren't a top 10 offense. Right. And that's with Deshaun Watson. Of course, you couldn't run the ball. But they were 16th in the league in offense. With a top five quarterback. With a top five quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, to me, that's not good enough. And, and I, I'm all for when, when you want to clear things out, you clear out everything. Yeah. Anybody associated with O'Brien, the problem is... Reset. The problem is, is they kept the guy who was most associated with Brian, O'Brien. So that now you're, you're going to wind up with... I, I think they've got five guys on the staff that were part of O'Brien's staff. How does that make any sense at all? I mean, I, again, I, I and I'm not... And, I mean, that includes... Uh... That, that that does include Romeo. Romeo, yeah. Who we just said it's not a bad thing that they kept him. No, but the other guys, they shouldn't be there. I I I honestly, it's it's been interesting to watch the disintegration of this organization of the franchise into the worst run in all of sports, yeah. and it happens so fast. I mean, James Dolan's looking at them, going, oh, "Those guys are idiots." That's how bad it is. And I, I I really don't understand. And I've had a lot of people tell me I'm not renewing my season tickets. We've been there from the beginning. It'll be interesting to see if they really do finally feel the heat from this. That Because people have a built-in excuse now. Like, oh, man, COVID. Yeah. I, I can't afford it. Sorry. Uh, business is down. It'd be really interesting to see if, if, because if they start feeling it in the pocketbook, then I'm not even sure Joel Osteen can survive that. I don't know either. Oh, you know what I should do here? Because I'd like to, uh, I mean, I'd like to get one in before the end of the show. And the end of the show is around the corner. Uh, it is. It's, you can see it from here. Let's do a Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. All right. I, uh, a friend of mine sent me this today. And I don't know that... I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing. But I'll let you guys decide. A uh, man is on trial for the murder of his wife. That's a bad thing. You, you shouldn't... We, you, you, you shouldn't kill your wife, but he's still innocent until proven guilty, right? Yeah, and, and you know, some people, if you have to murder him, I understand it. I'm just kidding. Uh, but he, after he killed her, the family was coming over for Christmas. Okay. So he put her body on the family's couch and told their children that she was drunk. Uh, they, uh... Not- Wise, they had gone to a Christmas Eve party the night before. 
Uh, the neighbor heard the couple arguing later that night. He uh, admitted to a member of his wife's family, we were drinking, and during the argument, I tossed her around a bit. Uh, he also told the family that his wife tried to run away, but he caught her and brought her back into the apartment. The next morning, he dragged her body from the bedroom to the couch, put sunglasses on her face, and told their children, Mommy ruined Christmas. She got drunk and ruined Christmas. Uh, the kids, aged three and eight at the time, opened their presents in front of their dead mother. Oh, boy. When uh, police and... Shame. <laughs> when police and paramedics arrived, the woman was still on the couch and blood was found throughout the apartment. They also saw holes in, a, in walls and a door was off his hinges. His, uh, his attorney told the jury, Mr. Wallace is being accused of something that is not his fault. You will hear about a relationship that was full of arguing and yelling, but also a lot of love. You really do have to love somebody a lot to prop them up with sunglasses and pretend they're alive for Christmas. So... Uh, the woman had been studying to become a domestic violence counselor. I don't know if those classes were taking very well. No. Anyway, that is your Zadok Jewelers gem of the day. The gem of the day. It's the gem of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gem of the day. And a bunch of people mentioning the old weekend at Bernie's trick. I want to know how you control the smell. That's the part that's unrealistic, I think. I mean, you've smelled dead bodies before. They have a very distinct smell. And it's powerful. And it's it doesn't take long either. It's not like it, you know, they start stinking a, a day later. So, unless he just filled her with... Uh, Formaldehyde? Like made her drink it? Or, or uh, you know what he could have done? Just tons of perfume. Or like, like those uh, ladies on the elevator here that drives me nuts every time I get on. Like in them. seven, where the where they're tied to the bed, and yeah. they've got all those air fresheners. Maybe that's yeah. enough. what's in the box. Anyway, I, I thought that was a fun gym for a what are the odds Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I also think you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if you're dead and. People just kind of propped you up and put sunglasses on you and had a party and celebrated. <laughs> uh, you know, as long as you don't smell. Maybe I'm old fashioned. I just uh, oh, fine. You just go bury whatever you want. Go put them in the ground in a box. Fine. Be predictable. I'm all about doing something different. Let's prop up the dead body. <laughs> what was it? A few years ago, we had the guy who they propped him up at a poker table. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do with you one day? Uh, yeah, I just I will eventually when you die, I'm gonna put your headphones on and just have you slouched over in that chair. I'm just Fred. Why are you wearing sunglasses indoors again? And you won't say anything, and I'll be like, oh great, Fred's in one of those moods, and we'll see how long people how long it takes people to figure out you're dead, or until you start smelling, because then I'll have to have you move. I'll wheel you out. Actually, I won't, but an intern would wheel you out. I'm doing that not talking thing. <laughs> just, I, can't, I can't leave dead air there long enough. You would be able to if you were dead. Well, I, I don't know. But if I were at a poker table, wouldn't every hand technically be the dead man's hand? Oh, I guess so. I'm just asking. God, people would be calling clock on you. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> clock. And I just look at him like, uh, the clock stopped ticking on me a few days ago. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. Zep asking, you've smelled dead bodies before. Yeah, there was a um, a lady died in the apartment next to me one time. Oh. 
and you want to talk about, I mean, it's, it's almost impossible to describe the smell and she was only dead for like half a day, but it's almost like rotten eggs and sewage is about the closest I can come to it. It burns. Yeah. And, um, so somebody called the cops and they came and as soon as they smelled it, they're like, Oh, you're, uh, yeah, there's a body in there. Uh, somebody says you'd be blinded to death. Well played. Well played, sir. Oh, ma'am. I like it. What if the kids got a gift they didn't like? You can blame the mom and she can't defend herself. So, yeah, you know what? I wanted to get you the complete Pokemon set. Your mom got you socks. And now look at her. She's drunk. She can't even talk. What are you talking about screwing up a three-year-old and an eight-year-old? All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Yeah.